0: And so, if
1: you have your Bibles, please open up with me a familiar place of Scripture
0: that continues to contain the depths
1: of the riches and knowledge of God,
0: which is the unsearchable
1: treasure of Christ, called to be revealed to us in these last days
0: because of our faith or the obedience of our faith to God's faith which is the preached word. Matthew 5, 45
1: and 48, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven, for he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. Therefore you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Matthew 5:45 and 48. The sermon that I would like to continue is called Called to Perfection.
0: I will remind us
1: that when God sends his rains on the just and, un- and the unjust, then for the just he sends as a mercy and for the unjust as punishment. The sun that he shines
0: for the good he sends to warm them, to bless them with this warmth
1: And the evil, the Son, is to punish them and burn them with his wrath. And so this promised commandment is the inheritance of the saints of all generations. And this commandment of Christ is addressed specifically to his students. Therefore, people who do not acknowledge the power of the person sent by God over themselves have no part in the inheritance of this commandment and most likely will never be able to have it not acknowledging the person whom God has sent.
0: If a person states he doesn't understand something and doesn't agree
1: or want to understand it the right way, he is not a student. A student, although he has his own mind, he does not depend on his mind but the mind of the teacher. Would it would be interesting if a student comes to the, goes to school and the teacher says two plus two is four and the student says, well, I don't agree to that. I think it's three, not four. It, this is exactly how it turns out when people begin to rebel. They think that with their intellect they're able to comprehend the truth. Uh, this is a concealed book. Yes, we're reading it. It appears to be as if clear, people say often, you will hear this, that I read, I don't understand anything, and when you say this, and I tell these people, when you say this, uh, that's a good thing, because when you begin to hear a person of God, then you begin to understand, because it's going into your heart, and you say, Lord, this is for me. But he says, if I am there, then you will understand it will be for you. Only in the body is there one head. And if I begin to reveal to multiple people, then it will become a beast rather than one head and one body. There will be one body, one structure. And so the church. The churches that are within this body are obedient to the head, and when the body refuses to listen to the head and begin to become arrogant, then they will
0: be led astray. Relevant to
1: fulfilling this required commandment, we stop to study the purpose of the righteousness of God in the heart of a man. Specifically, the goal is that the righteousness of God abiding within our heart is called to pursue. And in part, we've been studying the purpose of the righteousness of God within our heart received by us in the two broken tablets where we die by the law for the law so that we can live for the one that died and resurrected and by doing so receive confirmation of our salvation in the new tablets of the covenant <clears throat> in the format of the law of the spirit of life that would provide god a basis to give us the promise to be heirs of peace not by the past law but by the righteousness of faith like he gave it to abraham and his seed for the promise that he would be the heir of the world was not to abraham or to his seed through the law but through the righteousness of faith romans 4:13.
0: We note that the righteousness of faith is determined
1: by the obedience of our faith to the faith of God, which is presented in the preached word of God sent and the person who is a father from God to us. Therefore, the promise of peace of God is given only to those men who are obedient to the order of God in accordance to which he sends us his word, through the mouth of his delegated one. Therefore, the covenant of peace within the heart of a man is the result of the obedience of his faith to the faith of God.
0: Our faith is obedience to the preached word of spoken by those people whom
1: God has placed, and this word is go- is called God's faith. It is by the means of the righteousness of faith the covenant of peace presented in the inheritance of peace is called to abide and be within the heart of a man evidence of the fact that we are children of God.
0: Therefore, the inheritance of peace
1: abiding within the covenant of peace is actually the treasury of our hope in God, containing the bond of all of the promises of God The achievement of these is the goal of the given to us righteousness. It is righteousness by the means of the peace of God contained in the covenant of peace that can and is called to guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Be anxious for nothing but everything. By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians 4,
0: 6, 7. When people read this place of scripture, they think that...
1: It applies to all and all can use it. As a matter of fact, it can only be used by warriors in prayer, only for warriors in prayer. It works only for those that are obedient to God's faith, that have left their nation, the house of their father, and their destructive desires, that have cleansed their conscience from dead works and have placed into this conscience by the preached word that they hear, the teaching of Jesus Christ. Only then are they
0: Able to then, in the peace of God, which surpasses understanding, to guard, God can guard their hearts and minds. Of course, God will
1: reveal uh, the truth to this person, and this person will then open up his prayer with supplication and thanksgiving, saying, thank you, Lord, that you have justified me, you have led me into the inheritance of your Son, you have given me a new body, you have made me a conqueror over death and hell, you have thrusted out from within my body corruption, you pray, you pray, the prayer, proclaiming the non-existent as existent. Why does he thank God? But people don't pray this way. They, they read this place of scripture. They get on their knees. They say, Lord, show me mercy, show me mercy, show me mercy, show me mercy.
0: As I said once, I was in a, in a, visiting a church
1: I told the people there that when you go to uh, before you go to sleep repent for the sins that you have done uh, and take the words back that you may have spoken that you didn't mean to and when you rise in the morning you don't need to again say or apologize to God for those things or ask for forgiveness and people began to uh, cry because they were happy they were joyful they were always uh, they always felt like they were sinners and uncomfortable and they heard the words that they can be justified the pastor jumped up on the stage and said, Why is it that you all began to cry? What? Do we not say the, th- the same things as Brother Arkady? Do we not say the same things? But, brothers and sisters, even if you rise in the morning and you say again, Lord, forgive me one more time, you won't sin.
0: Now tell me, how did this person understand the truth? So what does that mean? That you were not confident that
1: God had forgiven you, that you don't trust his words, that if he has justified you, then he's justified you. Faith is information. It's not what you feel. You say, well, I don't feel it. You don't need to feel it. God does not base off of what you feel, but rather what you know, the information that you receive into your heart and confess with your mouth. And faith is information that comes from hearing the word of God, the preached word. And so the peace of God that is able to, able to guard our minds in Christ Jesus is the mind that is renewed by the spirit of our mind, which is the mind of Christ in our spirit, because to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Romans 8, 6 through 8. And so this carnal mind is the desire to pray for long periods of time, to preach, to do something for God, But these desires, they come from the flesh. They don't come from God's will. When they are coming from God, a person humbly waits uh, for when the Lord will call him. But when a person is basing things and listening to his flesh, he doesn't wait for God to call him. He just lunges forward and makes the decision that he needs to do something instead of sitting calmly, rejoicing, and thanking God. And so when God needs this, he will uh, tell you what to do when he needs you to do something. He told Paul, who was Saul, go and you'll be told what you are to do. If Saul would have been uh, impatient and wanting to do something before God called him, he kept himself in God's revelations he knew that he would proclaim the gospel to this was a revelation that uh, he received when he repented uh when he became blind if you know the story and he waited until god calls him and the lord by the holy spirit in the church told the people separate from me saul and barnabas for the service that i have prepared for them and the church three days they fasted they prayed and the elders in the in the church laid their hands upon them and released them for the service and at that moment they became became apostles
0: And so according to this place of Scripture, we conclude
1: that people that refuse the condition where the truth of the preached word and the power of the Holy Spirit renews their mind by the spirit of their mind have no part to the peace of God and are not able to have it. And consequently, such people have no part and cannot have any part to the sons of peace either, who by the means of the peace of God will inherit eternal salvation in the kingdom of heaven. We need to apprehend well that only collaborating our spirit with our renewed mind that is within Christ Jesus are we called to enthrone the resurrection of Christ in our bodies and clothe our body into the resurrection of Christ. Relevant to this, we stop to look at the fourth question, by what signs do we examine ourselves that we are the sons of peace and therefore the sons of God? Because it is only by the rule of the peace of God within our heart that we are able to examine ourselves as to whether we are truly the sons of God. As it is written, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Matthew 5,
0: 9. If a person
1: does not have the uh, covenant of peace by righteousness, he is not able to be a peacemaker because first you need to have peace within yourself in order to demonstrate peace toward those around you and so if a person has not died for his nation for the house of his father and for his fleshly life then the justification that he received in salvation by faith in Christ Jesus in the format of a guarantee this justification will never turn into the quality and format of righteousness
0: where he would be able to receive the
1: ability to be clothed into the inheritance of the peace of God in order to bear within his righteousness the fruits of peace. Only when justification becomes your own can, then it can be transformed into righteousness, which is why the crown of righteousness of such people will be taken from them, giving them the right to the promise of peace in which they are able to be called the sons of God behold I am coming quickly hold fast what you have that no one may take your crown Revelations 3.11 hold
0: fast what you have this
1: crown that is given to what is this crown this is a crown of glory keep your just, uh, your uh, justification hold fast to it that don't begin uh, to try to earn it because of your good works but you already have it perform righteousness only the righteous can perform righteousness as soon as a person begins to do something thinking that in this way he deserves or is earning uh, the right to be righteous or saved then he immediately loses the crown of righteousness we need to Remember that the promise of the peace of God obtains its power and its legitimacy within our heart only by the righteousness of our faith in the covenant of peace,
0: which portions
1: responsibility upon both sides of the covenant where each side then is responsible to fulfill their role that is implemented by God in the written word of the covenant of peace. And if one of the sides breaks the agreement that was made in the covenant of peace between God and man, we note that the only one that can do this is a man, then the other participant of this covenant, being God, becomes free from the responsibility of fulfilling his part of the agreement that is made in the covenant of peace. Therefore, the fruit of righteousness is identified within our heart as the peace of God. This is evidence that we are sons of peace, and this serves as a legitimate basis for God to fulfill his part of the covenant of peace, which consists of leading us into the inheritance of his Son, so that we can share with him the achievement of all that is written about him in the laws, prophets, and psalms. Because justification that we have received by right of our birth from the seed of the word of truth has changed into the quality and format of righteousness where we receive the ability to bear fruits of peace within our relationship with God and with those around us. As it is written, Pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Hebrews 12,
0: 14
1: we note that in the given situation the place is referring to a unique and unearthly peace that is to be done by god only within the boundaries of holiness or be an expression and demonstration of holiness whose boundaries are the commandments of god containing the righteousness of god
0: if it is possible, as much as depends
1: on you, live peaceably with all men, Romans 12:18, which means that it's not possible to have peace with all men. Therefore, peace that we dare to have due to the audacity of our mind to demonstrate this love again to toward men that the scriptures forbid us to have this peace with will then be a price that we will pay for losing eternal life. Because our fellowship or communication with people that the scriptures ascribe to corrupt company will perverse or corrupt our good habits and will transform us into their wicked image. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Awake to righteousness and do not sin. For some do not have the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. 1 Corinthians 15, 33,
0: 34. And so those people that say that there's nothing will
1: happen or nothing will go wrong if I, passing by this person, will just say hi to them. If I greet them, if I if I go and have a meal with them, uh, I don't talk to them about uh, God or anything else. The scriptures say that
0: you then don't
1: know what the holiness of God is. And when you do this,
0: in the future
1: you will begin to understand what happens. Therefore it is impossible and criminal to have peace with the wicked and the lawless that support the wicked, who in their time had received the truth, but afterwards abandoned their church and turned away from the given to them holy commandments. The very fact of their rebellion and their hatred of the word given by the delegated from God that are placed over them testifies of the fact that they have lost the peace that was in their heart and members them to the category of the wicked. If they would have peace in their heart, would they truly be rebelling the way they do?
0: Would they be stating uh,
1: these, these kinds of foul things out of their mouth? Uh, spreading these kinds of rumors and then uh, claiming that we don't have love, that we are the ones that do not have love. They committed a great evil, but then ascribe this evil to us.
0: But the wicked are
1: like the troubled sea, when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, says my God, for the wicked. Isaiah 57, 20 through
0: 21. This is also written in the 49th
1: chapter of Isaiah, and this phrase is periodically uh, brought, uh, brought up in many places of Scripture. In a specific format, we've already looked at six signs by which we need to determine and examine ourselves as to whether we are the sons of peace as well as the sons of God and have been studying the seventh sign. This is our ability to clothe our essence into the holy and selective love of God
0: because the word selective is holy. When people speak of the love of God without the
1: understanding that it is selective or holy, then they uh, compare it then to regular human love, which is egotistical, that is uh, greedy as well. But above all these things, put on love, the love of agape, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Colossians 3, 14, 15. We've noted that according to this place of scripture, the reign of the peace of God within our heart is possible only upon one condition, and that is if the selective love of God will abide within our heart, and if we will be clothed into the selective love of God
0: that it's not possible to find here on earth because any
1: love that is in this world is based on emotions. The love of God comes to us in the form of information and captures our entire essence, restrains our feelings and leads them.
0: But love that is of the world is an
1: emotional love. It captures the mind of a man, the will of a man, it blinds a person and leads him after himself and so people call uh, their lusts, their dirty lusts love I have loved another i I loved another woman, I love now another man let us let us divorce i 'm sorry so lust you now call love, the scriptures call this lust this is not uh, lust, not love. Uh, And so they call love uh, sex, which is not love. This is one of the expressions of love. But it also can not be an expression of love as well. When a young woman is raped, what is a person doing this uh, because of love? Uh, And then children are born from this. There are people that say that children are born only according to the will of God. So did God program this, that they be born? Uh, These children be born from prostitutes? Uh, drug addicts, and they they didn't like that I was saying these things. They were telling me, please don't speak these things, and I said, no, I will, because you have this concept that any born child is God's will and according to God's will. No, God gave the law of reproducing and gave uh, this to man,
0: and a person can reproduce
1: or not reproduce as a decision they make, and reproducing is a blessing it's not a commandment God blessed them and told them be fruitful and multiply he did not give them a command that they have to reproduce and if you don't reproduce then you will die he told them if you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you will die but this was a blessing don't confuse blessings with commandments when people web everything change it up and mix it up then of course what kind of worship can there be for God what can a person experience inside to please God a a, a woman begins to bear trying to Uh, not make say a mistake before god because they say we cannot protect ourselves and we can't say no to our husbands then what do we do and children are born uh, rejected children because they weren't wanted they weren't wanted in this world this is in christian uh, families a lot of children and most people that i have spoken to people come to me they felt rejected by their parents although the parents loved them after they're born but before they're born they did not want them
0: and they had uh, pretty much
1: programmed this in in the conception this in desire for them uh, it, needed to be done according to their will. It needed to be done as God, God desired to have us. He bore us because he wanted us. It needs to be a mutual uh, desire of both the, 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 the husband and the wife to have the child. By itself, the selective love of God is the inaccessible to our mind goodness of God or good work that is inherent to God since in the selective love of god which is the atmosphere of the peace of god we see concealed the good wonderful eternal and uncomprehending for the human mind goals and works of god called to build a unique and peaceful relationship between god and his children
0: god uh,
1: christ died uh, and gave himself for the for the church not for the whole world that she be holy and without blemish before him in love The angel Gabriel came to Joseph, the husband of Mary and said, Joseph, son of Mary or or, husband of Mary, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife for what is born of you uh, of her will be of the Holy Spirit and you will give him the name Emmanuel, which is God is with us. He shall save his people from their sins and not all are his those who love God are his who love the truth who go to the light that fulfill the requirements of God and want to be corrected because correction is light a person that avoids correction avoids the light and such a person person will perish
0: Comprehending
1: the selective love of God is called to fill us with the the fullness of the peace of God and make us perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you may be rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all of the fullness of God, Ephesians 3.16-19. through
0: 19. The selective love of God presented by the Holy Spirit and Scripture in seven unearthly qualities by
1: the preached word of the apostles and prophets has these elements. This is virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love.
0: We see this in the second chapter of Peter, or second
1: book of Peter, first chapter 2 through 8. First, each of the seven qualities of the fruits of virtue are in one, the other, contain the characteristics of all the other qualities. This is, again, uh, several components that make up one whole, but we are studying them separately and then put them together and see how they work together. Second, these qualities, these seven characteristics, are called to be the moral perfection within our heart and an example inherent to the essence of our God. Third, the given qualities are the great and precious promises entrusted to us through Jesus Christ and in Jesus Christ
0: and are contained in the treasury of our heart.
1: Fourth, the given qualities presented in the seven characteristics are the imperishable treasure and unsearchable wealth of Christ with which we need to become rich. Fifth, in order to receive the inheritance of these qualities, these seven unchanging characteristics, it is necessary for us to receive the power of the Holy Spirit as the Lord and Master of our life. Sixth, the means that we are to use for receiving the power of the Holy Spirit as the Lord and Master of our life is the obedience of our faith to the faith of God. Seven, by inheriting these great and precious promises in the form of the fruits of our spirit, we become part of God's divine nature. Since the selective love of God demonstrates is demonstrated in the seven unchanging qualities and characteristics have nothing in common with and cannot have anything in common with the nature of human love, that is filled with egoism, greed, and is just temporary. Specifically, the fruits of the selective love of God containing the format of the seven unchanging qualities listed previously, these fruits are called to enthrone the resurrection of Christ within our body and clothe our body into the resurrection of Christ as our new person. The qualities of the selective love of God have no comparison to the tolerant love of man. Since the qualities of the selective love of God are eternally existing qualities, these qualities are the qualities of our Heavenly Father and His all-consuming holiness and all that comes from God because God is love. Or more accurately, He is a holy love, separated from all that man calls love and such an inaccessible for our mind transcendent love of God is identified in scripture as the bond of all perfection which indicates the fact that the selective love of God is placed by God first over the rest of all of his perfections identified as his goodness above all these things put on love which is the bond of perfection Colossians 3:14. we're talking here about God's virtues God is good that means he has good things for us and the love agape is the uh, priority over all of these good things. The bond of perfection of the selective love of God is unconditional when it comes to the seven qualities of virtue
0: again it's not unconditional as it
1: is in general but only when it comes to the seven qualities of virtue unlike the tolerant and egotistical love of man the unconditional nature of the selective love of god in the seven qualities of virtue is different in that it contains the burning jealousy of god all his knowledge and his absolute wisdom that in no way is able to be used for greedy and egotistical purposes and goals of a man
0: you are my brother.
1: You are my mother. This is uh, when a person uses another person. He uh, uses them because they're their friend, their they're, they're, they're relative. You are my mother. Uh, you are my friend. And so because of this, you need to support me. These are all forms of human love, and they are greedy. They force a person to uh, commit things that are illegal, and oftentimes, uh, this happens quite often because it is blind and corrupt.
0: At the same time,
1: the tall. At the same time, the tolerant love of man toward other men is very conveniently used for greedy and egotistical purposes. Here's what the scriptures say regarding the strength of the love of God. Set me as a seal upon your heart, as a seal upon your arm, for love is as strong as death, jealousy as cruel as the grave. Its flames are flames of fire, a most vehement flame. Many waters cannot quench love
0: when it says a seal upon your arm arm is a work if you
1: love me then do the work of my commandments set me me as a seal upon your arm that means to fulfill my commandments you may feel something different but fulfill my commandments set me as a seal upon your arm because the love of god is, a strong, is as strong as death, jealousy is cruel as the grave, its flames are flames of fire, a most vehement flame.
0: If many
1: waters cannot quench love, nor can the floods drown it. If a man would give for love all the wealth of his house, it would be utterly despised. Songs of Solomon 8.6.7 The measure of the love of God is identified by and is known by the measure of God's hatred toward evil and men who do this evil.
0: So the greater
1: uh, measure of love you have for God, the greater your measure of hatred will be within yourself. You cannot love not having hatred toward what is evil only loving what God loves and hating what God hates, we are able to demonstrate God's perfection in His reaction toward the re- toward the righteous who perform good and unrighteous who perform lawlessness. The selective love of God, by its unchanging nature, in the format of these seven supernatural qualities, is called to grow us into the fullness of growth in Christ or the perfection that is like the perfection of our Heavenly Father. Considering, therefore, that these seven qualities identifying the selective love of God do not have an analog in the earthly realm of the human lexicon or any uh, dictionary of the world. The love of God is the foundation and atmosphere of the moral and immovable law opening within our heart the essence of God and the essence of the heavenly kingdom. And this is not all. The love of God agape is a sovereign love which is unconditional when it comes to the people it chooses in its abilities to foreknow and predestine. Because it is whom he foreknew he also predestined to be in the form of a son. And so God, due
0: to his
1: abilities and his being almighty, he
0: knows beforehand
1: he is omnipresent, and he was in the new heavens and the new earth together with his nation.
0: He already was there because he is not
1: uh, restricted by our time frames. It's difficult to sometimes understand this, especially that element of omnipresence that the devil does not have. He cannot be in this building and at the same time be in another, simultaneously be in another building.
0: And so demons have the
1: ability to, to lie uh, or deceive people,
0: and they give reasons. Uh, and so they, they,
1: the devil uh, does his work and deceives and gives excuses for why things don't happen. And so again, they deceive one another because that's how they are. God, of course, cannot be tricked. He is omnipresent, and he knows ahead of time that when this person is born into this world and at a specific time the truth is presented to him, and he will fall in love with it, he will take it, and he will give everything for it. It is these kinds of people he foreknew and predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. And so again, in many of his parables, in many of the parables of Christ, he says, there are many who are called, but few are chosen.
0: And so the guarantee
1: does not give you the right to possess what God gives. You need to pay the price further, but... They they are uh, convinced that everything that's free is free, and many evangelists uh, uh, preach these things and songs are sung. Free everything is free, everything is free. You don't need to pay a price for anything. But it's written you need to pay the price. Uh, purchase it says, without money.
0: Purchase what
1: I give to you.
0: This honey. You need to pay but not with uh money. Money of course takes
1: part if you use them correctly, but it's not because of money, but the state of your heart where we, we honor God with our tithes and our offerings.
0: And so the selective
1: love of God never allows its own, uh, never allows her own sovereign rights to be violated because of its burning holiness. In a specific format, from the seven qualities that together identify within our heart the goodness of God and the perfection of his selective love, we have already looked at five qualities, therefore we'll immediately look at the sixth. And this is brotherly love. The selective love of God revealing itself in brotherly love can abide and demonstrate itself exclusively in the atmosphere of eternal life where we have passed from death to life, where we were born from the seed of the word of truth.
0: And so this is a guarantee when we
1: passed from death to life. And so to now
0: make this a guarantee as
1: a reality and receive profit from this very guarantee, this investment. We need to love one another. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. Imagine a person received the guarantee and then begins to spread bad rumors about his brothers and sisters. Will he then receive
0: his justification?
1: No, he will not. Will he pass from death to life? No, he will not. He needs to received this as his own personal thing, this promise to pass from death to life, but he's not passing. He begins to listen, opens his ear, and uh, as soon as uh, bad rumors are being spoken, you need to immediately say, uh, stop, I don't want to hear it. If you have something against this brother, against this sister, go to the pastor and tell them. They don't come to me they find another ear that is opened and you may say well I'm not guilty yes you are because you didn't circumcise your ear if it's circumcised you won't hear it if something's said you will be deaf to it and this person most likely won't communicate with this person who keeps spreading these things until they quit doing so, spreading these bad bad information, these rumors.
0: But people
1: uh, get so used to it that they literally look at a person and begin to judge uh, things about them that. Uh, aren't accurate and you're already condemning yourself when you do this. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren who does not love his brother abides in death. Whoever hates his brother hates his brothers. to be jealous of your brother, spread rumors about your brother, hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us, and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoever has the world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? My little children and let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. First John 3:14 through 18. If you love, Mike, if you love me, keep my commandments. And his command is to love your brother. When you are born from God, you are given the choice to either enter into death and be dead to God and useless for any good work or to enter into eternal life, into the state of eternal life that until now has he was not familiar with and become useful for every good work and demonstrate your brotherly love. Every person that is born from God is put in the same situation that Adam was put in, in the Garden of Eden, to whom eternal life was offered. In the breath of life, he received the guarantee of life from God. He had this guarantee, and so the breath of life that he had would become his own. He needed to eat, not of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but the tree of life. Being a person that was a carnal person, he was a person of the flesh, he needed to, he was called to eat the fruits of the tree of life so that his, so that his carnal body would change into heavenly body. In other words, in order to arise from, from, death, from the death of Christ in the resurrection of Christ and present with yourself the Sabbath of the Lord where God would be able to obtain his eternal home and his eternal peace, it is necessary for our heart to become the atmosphere for brotherly love. Therefore, before we begin to study the signs by which we are able to identify a person that is part of the category of our brother for whom we lay down our life in order to demonstrate brotherly love within our faith, it is necessary for us to identify the nature of brotherly love that will form within our heart the atmosphere of eternal life that is formed from information that comes from the law of God, identifying the order of the structure of the kingdom of heaven. For example, in the Greek language, there are four words for love. First, love for one another or between friends is the word philia. Second, love toward Relatives is the word storge third the love between a wife toward her husband and husband toward his wife heiress and fourth love of a man for God and God for man as well as a brotherly love is the word agape The first three forms of love demonstrate themselves in the flames of human feelings that blind the mind of a man and subordinate his will. Because of this, all three of these forms of love allow a person to use these three forms in his own greedy and egotistical goals. According to the revelation of Scripture, the nature of brotherly love forming within our heart the atmosphere of eternal life that is concealed in the love of God agape, and unlike the three other forms of Love is beyond the boundary of the emotional and intelligent abilities not able to intercept the unapproachable light of the fourth realm in which God dwells. The flaming power of the love of God Agape revealing itself in brotherly love is concealed in the commandments that are implemented by God. If you love me, keep my commandments. And if I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. John 14, 15 through 17. Therefore, according to the given place of Scripture, to demonstrate the selective love of God in brotherly love is possible by fulfilling two conditions. First, following the commandments of the Lord, which regulate our relationship with God and our brothers as our neighbors, for whom we are called to lay down our life in order to pass from death to life. Second, receiving the Holy Spirit into your heart as the Lord and Master of your life in His power and wisdom that are within the commandments of the Lord, and revealing the, the consistency of the, the selective love of God in truth that abides within our heart as the commandments of the Lord. Therefore, to, the love of God agape by the means of the thummim and urim abiding within our heart reveals itself in the atmosphere of brotherly love that governs with its power over the emotional storms of human feelings by the confessions of the faith of our heart that abide within our heart. Confessing the faith of our heart controls our feelings as a great rider controls his
0: restrained horse. (coughs)
1: For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths, that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also as ships, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. James 3, 2 through 4. To not stumble in word when demonstrating brotherly love is to speak about your brothers not by the sight of your eyes or the hearing of your ears, but with righteousness that is within the atmosphere of the commandments of God. There shall come forth a a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity. For the meek of the earth, he shall strike the earth with, with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins, and faithfulness the belt of his waist. Isaiah 11, 1 through 5. In Jesus Christ, the Spirit needs to be upon us as well.
0: According to this prophetic
1: word, brotherly love consists of defending your brothers from slander spoken by the wicked and the lawless that are present or exist among the saints. And now that we have identified the discipline of brotherly love allowing us to pass from death to life and identifying the atmosphere of eternal life, it is necessary for us to answer four classical questions. By what signs do we determine that a person is our brother for whom we are called to lay down our life so we can demonstrate in our faith the brotherly love? Second, what purpose is the selective love of God called to fulfill in our
0: our brotherly brotherly love for one another? Third, what conditions
1: do we need to fulfill in order to demonstrate within our faith the selective love of God in our brotherly love? forth by what results do we examine ourselves that we have brotherly love one for another within the selective love of God we will keep in mind that we are not talking about brothers in the flesh and blood but about brothers uh, a brotherly love amongst the saints as it is written let brotherly love continue Hebrews 13 1 as much as we know in the times of the law of Moses as well as our times belonging to the law of grace not all who call themselves brothers are the seed of God for they are not all Israel who are of Israel, nor are they all children, because they are the seed of Abraham, but in Isaac your seed shall be called. This is those who are the children of the flesh, those that are not the children of God, but the children of the promise, are counted as the seed. Romans 9, 6 through 8.
0: through 8.
1: And so, being the seed, we paid the price to become uh, the heir of the world, uh, uh, the heir of God, or the seed of God. When the scripture for- referred to the seed as the Son of God in the form of the Son of Man, in whom we receive the right to be called brother for one another, this category of the seed includes all saints, regardless of whether they are of the male or female
0: gender. Therefore, all of us, independent of our
1: age, our social position, our gender, are called to demonstrate love for one another, and first with the words that come from our mouth, which is the seed and members us, to the category of a male. Because every time we are fertilized by the seeds of the preached word about the kingdom of heaven, then all of us, without exception, fulfill the function of a female, which is why the scriptures call all of us the daughter of Zion or the bride of the Lamb. But every time we confess with our mouth the faith of God abiding within our heart, then all of us without exception fulfill the function of a
0: male. Due to this fact, the scriptures
1: call all of us a perfect man that has grown into full measure of growth in Christ. Therefore, the term brotherly love includes all of the saints, independent from our status, our age, and independent of whether we are the male, a male, or a female.
0: There's neither Jew nor
1: Greek, there's neither slave nor free, there's neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. (coughs) Galatians 3.28-29 what status and virtue do the scriptures ascribe a brother in Christ Jesus toward whom we are called to demonstrate the love of God so we can pass from death to life. The virtue that the scriptures describe a brother of Christ is the virtue of a neighbor. When the scriptures speak of brotherly love, then it is referring to a love that we are called to demonstrate for our brother as our neighbor. Therefore, we need to provide comprehensive identification of who can be called and who can be our brother in Christ Jesus as our neighbor. In the previous service, we, in a specific format, already looked at two signs of the first question. The first sign identifying our brother in Christ as our neighbor is love for our Lord, as as well as those people that are delegated by God as a father from God to us. The second sign identifying the brother of Christ as our neighbor. <clears throat> is our sacred person that with that, without the asses, assistance of our intelligent and voluntary abilities will not be able to be healed from the wounds inflicted by the thieves and be grafted to the body of Christ.
0: The third sign identifying
1: our brother in Christ as our neighbor are those saints that you that you come in contact with in your church speaking of saints in your church we are referring to the category of saints that are chosen from the multitude of the called to salvation that have died for their nation for the house of their father and for their corrupt desires which has entitled them to the name of a holy person who by the way of a total sanctification has separated himself for total dedication to God and this person is our neighbor and those that have not done this, they cannot yet be our neighbor. <clears throat> they will constantly re- uh, resist you and will put uh, sticks under your tires. They'll look at wh- how you're dressed, what, you dr- uh, what car you have, uh, ascribe their uh, faults to us and your virtues to they will scribe for themselves. And these people are in all churches, and there are many of them. A commandment, new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this you will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another, John
0: 13, 35. If we
1: will not love in this manner, then... We will not be disciples of Christ, and no one will be able to identify us, and God will not be able to identify us either. He'll say, I don't know you, or I've never known you. Christ has loved only that category of people that are the chosen from the category of the called. It is the chosen that Jesus called to his Jesus calls his brothers. We ask the question, by what signs are we to determine within our church our neighbor for whom we need to lay down our life to pass from death to life? The answer is simple. A neighbor is a person dedicated to God. He will be a displeasure for the category of the called with their form of life and will will be subject to their slander and neglect. Consequently, we'll need then the help of the saints that, like him, have dedicated dedicated himself to God. First, the category of the called will be using materialistic help or assistance of the chosen, but will not be considered of her needs. The called, they
0: uh, will do everything that you may
1: help them, but they will never help you.
0: And they also
1: will often uh, will
0: be pretty much uh, coming together in their
1: own specific groups and not allowing <coughs> others to join these these groups. Second, the category of the called will never serve the chosen, but will always use them in their own personal greedy interests. And if the realm of the law of Moses, the nation of God, was called to love their neighbor. By this we know we know love because he laid down his life for us and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoever has the world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? My little children, let us not love in the word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. 1 John 3:16 through 18 We need to note one thing, that pastors that have not died for their nation, for the house of their father, or for their corrupt life, are just men of hire pursuing personal interest due to greed who are not able to be neighbors so that they can heal us because the vessel of their heart are not clean and they're not cleansed from dead works, and and they're not able to carry the revelations of the Most High. The fourth sign identifying our brother in Christ as our neighbor are those parents that have received the truth and remain in the structure that is in the atmosphere of the body of Christ. And if a person or if parents are resistant of the truth and the structure that exists in the body of Christ, then they are not able to be in the Lord, therefore such parents are not able to be our neighbors, toward whom we are to demonstrate the love of Christ. But if a man acts with <clears throat> premeditation against his neighbor, to kill him by, treas- by treachery, you shall take him from my altar that he may die. And he who strikes his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. He who kidnaps a man and sells him, or if he is found in his hand, shall surely be put to death. And he who curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. Exodus 21, 14, through 17, this given law of God was confirmed by Israel from the heights of the mountains of Baal and Gerizim. Cursed is the one who treats his father or his mother with contempt, and all the people shall say amen. And this happened in Deuteronomy 27, 16, 17. If our parents by blood receive the truth of the elementary teaching of Christ and follow its ways, then you need to treat them as your neighbors. And if it is the opposite, our parents by blood reject and pervert the truth of this elementary teaching that is revealed to us by the Holy Spirit, by the preached word of the person who is a father from God to us. Such parents, according to Scripture, are dead to God.
0: And then, according to the words of Christ, it is necessary for
1: us, by the means of the ways of the truth, to allow such dead to bury the dead for the dead for God parents. Then another of his disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Follow me and let the dead bury their own dead.
0: <laughs> the fifth sign identifying our
1: brother in Christ as our neighbor <clears throat>
0: are our children, that
1: independence of our behavior toward the commandments of God are able to either bless us or dishonor us.
0: Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will raise
1: up adversity against you from your own house, and I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor. Absalom was the son of David, and he was a neighbor for David and i will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor and he shall lie with your wives in the sight of the sun for you did it secretly but i will do this thing before all israel before the sun second samuel 12 11 12 this prophecy was addressed to david who sinned against god had absalom one of his sons who had against- who was against him, who as the fruit of David was called to be a neighbor for David so that he can bless him. However, the sin of David irritated his son Absalom, and he instead of blessing David began to dishonor him. But when David repented, then God restored him as a neighbor for his children. And then another son of David, Solomon, became ble- a blessing for David. When we lead an incorrect form of life, our children are born, become disappointed, and begin to dishonor us.
2: <clears throat>
1: fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Colossians 3.21 And you, fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Ephesians 6.4 We bear our children and and lose them as status of, of neighbors when we begin to serve foreign gods and irritate the Lord.
0: They provoked him to
1: jealousy with foreign gods. With admonition, they provoked him to anger. They sacrificed to demons, not to God to gods that they did not know, to new gods, new arrivals that your fathers did not fear. Of the rock who begot you, you are unmindful and have forgotten the God who fathered you. And when the Lord saw it, he spurned them because of the provocation of his son and his daughters and he said i will hide my face from them I will see what their end will be for they are perverse generation children in whom is no faith they have provoked me to jealousy by what is not God they have moved me to anger by their foolish idols the sixth sign identifying our brother in Christ as our neighbor are a specific group of blind men strangers fatherless and widow curse is the one who makes the blind to wander off the road and all the people shall say amen is the one who perverts the justice due to the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, and all of the people shall say Amen. According to the given place, these four signs and virtues identify the essence of our neighbor. Symbolically, blindness, identifying the virtue of a neighbor and distinguishing him from the category of the called, is a sign of trusting God where a person walks the ways of righteousness to the adoption of his body by the redemption of Christ.
0: Because of the blindness of the Lord, a
1: person who has this virtue,
0: He is a neighbor, he shall lift up
1: his voice and he shall show himself strong before his enemies for his neighbors.
0: (laughs) that are blind
1: to see lawlessness or to hear it the Lord shall go forth like a mighty man he shall stir up his zeal like a man of war he shall cry out yes shout aloud he shall prevail against his enemies I have held my peace a long time I have been still and restrained, restrained myself Now I will cry like a woman in labor. I will pant and gasp at once. I will lay waste the mountains and hills and dry up all their vegetation. I will make the rivers coastlands, and I will dry up the pools. I will bring the blind by a way that they do not know. I will lead them in paths that they have not known. (coughs) I will make darkness light before them and crooked places straight. These things I will do for them and not forsake them. They shall be turned back. They shall be a. be greatly ashamed who trust in carved images who say to the molded images you are our gods hear hear you O deaf and look you O blind you and see who is blind but my servant or deaf as my messenger whom i send who is blind as he who is perfect and blind as the Lord's servant seeing many things but you did not observe opening the ears but he, but he does not hear isaiah 42 13 through 20 and so the sign of the neighbor as a stranger that Differentiates him from the category of the called is the sign of a person who has died for his nation so that he can become a part of God's remnant and inherit the promises that is the adoption of his body by the redemption of Christ but Ruth said entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you forever you go I will go and wherever you lodge I will lodge your people shall be my people and your God my God where you die I will die and there I will be buried the Lord do so to me and more also if anything <clears throat> but death parts you and me Ruth 1 16
0: 17
1: and so this person dies for their nationality
0: the sign of our neighbor as a person who is an orphan
1: is the fact that this person has died for his father's house, so that he can inherit the adoption of his body by the redemption of Christ. (laughs) Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, he indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. First Peter 1:18 through 21.
0: <clears throat> and the sign of a
1: widow as our neighbor that differentiates him from the from the called category of the called is a person who died for the reigning sin in his body
0: and so this is again for the
1: purpose of inheriting the adoption of his body by the redemption of Christ that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on the new man which is created according to God in true righteousness and holiness seventh sign identifying our brother in Christ as our neighbor is the category of people that abide in
0: the house of God upon his holy hill. Lord, who may
1: abide in your tabernacle and who may dwell in your holy hill? He who walks uprightly and works righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart. He who does not backbite with his tongue nor does evil to his neighbor nor does he take up a reproach against his friend. Psalm 15, 1 through (coughs) 3. The exception to the rule here is when our neighbor steps away from God or backs away from God and begins to serve other gods, then they lose this virtue of a neighbor in our heart. Other gods that people uh, begin to serve is self-willed service where they reject God's uh, order, and instead of seeking God as an anointer and, and a blesser, they begin to seek the blessings and the anointing. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and by doing so, they transform themselves into the lawless, lawless and unclean. <clears throat> and then the result of this, and we need is we need to break our relationship with them.
0: Then Moses stood in the tabernacle
1: of the camp and said whoever is on the Lord's side come to me and all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together to him and he said to them thus says the Lord God of Israel let every man put his sword on his side and go in and out from from the entrance to entrance throughout the camp and let every man kill his brother every man his companion, and every man his neighbor, because they lost that ability to be called a brother, that position of a, of a, of a brother. So the sons of Levi did according to the word of Moses, and about 3,000 men of the people fell that day. Then Moses said, Consecrate yourselves today to the Lord, that he may bestow on you a blessing this day for every man has opposed his son and his brother. When we break our relationship with people who uh, have rejected the truth and have and pervert the truth and have chosen a foreign gospel, we in this way dedicate our hands to the Lord and protect our neighbors in this way and ourselves receive the status of a neighbor.
0: Right now we are going to pray and
1: everyone who wants to resist sin
0: that possibly
1: is in your heart.
0: Maybe you had spread bad information about your neighbor,
1: evaluated them incorrectly, tried to judge
0: them, judge them according to characteristics instead
1: of blessing them.
0: I recommend that you repent
1: so that the Lord
0: not judge you
1: he had spoken these judgments but he could take them away with repentance we need to be such people
0: that there will not be
1: an atmosphere for bad rumors at all the passing of them or receiving of them let us bend our knees and pray we wait for you here at the altar the Lord is capable and is able to deliver you from all sin, dependence, and restore your relationship with him. I will be praying your prayer, and I ask you to deeply believe that God right now is able to cleanse you from that evil that you have inside of yourself, spreading rumors about one another, to pass from death to life, close your eyes, this is your secret room, lift your hands to God, a sign that your hands are lifted without doubt and without wrath, heavenly father in the name of Jesus Christ I come to you I have found in myself sin lawlessness I had spread rumors about my brothers I ask you forgive me wash me cleanse me
0: may my brothers
1: be blessed before your face I deny these things and reject them I take them back I love them with your love and right now before heaven and hell I accept your liberty your justification from this sin
0: I want to confess
1: before heaven hell, and the earth, that according to your words, I am washed, I am cleansed, I am healed, I am restored, I am justified and I am saved. Your sins are forgiven and your trespasses in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless you. May he look upon you with his great face and show you mercy and give you peace. May thousands and ten thousands attempt to come near you but they won't touch you. May all these blessings, the ones of the ancient mountains and everlasting hills beyond you, may it be upon you and your children and be fulfilled upon you, and the nation shall say, Amen. The Lord is blessed
0: who gives to us the ability to restore ourselves before him to pass from death to life. Brotherly love is such a great discipline without which
1: we not only will not enter the kingdom of heaven and we will never see it. I am confident that not emotions, but information will lead our emotions. I trust that our emotions, our way of seeing things, our nature, may not be likable to some people but let us take ourselves and whether we like them or don't like them we need to base everything off of the information we receive and not emotions and not that a person may feel like they have the right or that their intuition may say something you see yourselves also
0: I thank our God that
1: today all of us were witnesses and were able to hear this word and receive it. May the Lord bless you in your ways and homes. Let us proclaim our unchanging manifestation. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, To God, our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen.